Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But we're going to get set foot on the boat. We put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody, as well as the knowledge of our guest expert, my wife, my wife. Way to go, oh, Borat. Can we just give it up to <laughs> Borat? Like that is, it It shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to affect like the like the lexicon of an entire language and generation that heavily, <laughs> but you cannot say, oh, like even when you like kind of like casually you're like, oh yeah, me and my wife, damn, nope, that's not what I, I just wanted to say we we're going to go out to dinner, but now, nice. now we're talking Borat. Like, <laughs> Very nice. She did well, my wife is here, everybody. Kellyanne yeah. Carey. Yeah, and what's wild about that that you just the the conversation you just had with yourself about Borat and in the fact that you were quoting it, it's hilarious to me because you hate it so much when people quote movies over and over again that you haven't seen. And I've never seen Borat, and I've also never heard one person quote my wife as much as you. But that's probably because I'm your. Wife. I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm just telling saying, you, you are becoming the thing you hate every time you Dude. say that. No, live long it's enough di- to see different. yourself become the villain. That's it, what I'm saying. It, it's Cody. different because everyone does it. So it's different. Well, here we are, folks. We are in group B of best Christmas movies as decided and helped by uh, Katie. Thank you for sending in the list. And then thank you to uh, our wives for woodenly it down and picking the best ones. And then we sent that to our bracketologists. They gave it back to us uh, in their ranked order. So these are not our rankings, but here we have the four seed, the, I actually just wrote Charlie Brown. Is there, does he have multiple Christmas movies or is, or we, I mean, is it's there... just the Charlie Brown Christmas special, right? Right. I think so. Yeah. Let's assume there's just the one with the tree, right? The, yeah, the sad I, tree. Well, I... if it wins, we'll surely find out. Yeah. Won't we? <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh shit, there's like five of these things. Cause I got news about what's coming up next. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And then we have, so Charlie Brown Christmas special going up against the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And then we have the five seed, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, going up against the 12 seed, Die Hard. Kellyanne, where do you want to start? Oh, wow. Um, huh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's start off on the negative note so we can end with something more positive. Tim Allen can suck it. Hey, man, I do. Yes, he can suck it. He's a big D-bag. I don't, I'm not even a big fan of the movie, but I do like that canonically, you have to kill Santa in cold blood to get his powers. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> He the fact that it him. sets up he, Santa, he Santa. Supp- no he did not kill Santa. santa fell off the roof i mean by being spooked by i'm sorry one Tim how Allen. many roofs a night does this man go on over hey, like man. the night of christmas and he got a little spooked because somebody was like yeah what are you doing on my roof like yes yeah, santa, santa was tired and he was dead before he got there as far as i'm concerned <laughs> santa was dead before he hit the ground <laughs> This was this was the last Santa Santa was this is like death by cop like he he was on this yeah, ride he knowing he was he was ready to go out this if you look so if that's you watch, what it is the power of Santa is a curse we think it's yeah. a boon that you can only get by killing Santa and then getting his powers but no Santa wanted to die Santa had it built he was ready to go so when Tim Allen showed up and said get off my roof he was like willing and because now you're cursed with the Santa powers. He just waited for one person to see. He can't just like jump off a roof, but he's waiting for one human. One unlucky fuck. (laughs) He'd been going to houses all across the all across the world, like stomping, 
fucking making yeah. all this noise on people's shit. There's and like one entitled piece of shit that came outside and yelled about his property. And it was Tim Allen coming to save the day. And now he's Santa. I should preface the Santa Claus. My hatred for it started when I was a child back when I still didn't un- like when I liked Tim Allen. Sure. And it's because my favorite movie of all time as a child, one of my well, my favorite Christmas movie of all time as a child was Santa Claus which um, features the comedic stylings of Dudley Moore. It was the most magical story of Santa that I still to this day, I think it is the most magical story of Santa period. It was, I think it came out in 1986. It was stunning. Mm -hmm. And then the Santa Claus came out and it was fine. (laughs) And, And the thing is, when I was a kid, we had both VHS tapes. And so sometimes I would be like, I want to watch the Santa Claus movie. And then they would be like, yeah, okay. And then my brother would get on board with the Santa Claus movie. My mom and dad would get on board with the Santa Claus movie. We'd all sit down and they'd put on this Tim Allen piece of shit when I was talking about the movie, Santa Claus. Yeah, not I could see Santa why you'd be bitter. And then, and I was like, so now I have to sit through an hour and a half of this trash instead well, here, of the real magic? I got a way to make you feel better. Let's brainstorm a way right now that we could kill Tim Allen and take his powers. I actually that feels nice in the (laughs) I will say that I do know that they just recently made a TV show in this universe with Tim Allen and he does elect to give up the Santa Claus powers. He does not shove him off a roof. I he does. He take he takes the coward's way (laughs) out. He just hands he hands his son a knife and boy, you've been chosen as the new Santa Claus pulls his beard up and just show his tender neck. Yeah, take it from me. (laughs) Take it, boy. I don't think it goes. It is on Disney Plus. That would for sure be my favorite. Yeah, that would be a Santa movie I would watch. <laughs> um, a movie. It's an entire. It, the whole series is him trying to prep his son to kill him to create. So Cody, Cody, how'd you like Santa Claus too? It was. It was fine. Um, there's a lot of blood play in the first 15 minutes of this film, guys. I don't know what. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this would be the fourth movie of the Santa Claus installment because. They couldn't leave well enough alone. Are you serious? There's that many of these. There's bad three. Boys? There oh are. God, there's. there's there so is the many. original trilogy, and then much like like Star Wars, they came back and were like, "We got more juice in this in this in this orange." What's the juice? Okay, I get the first one. Last man standing's not making Tim <laughs> Allen enough money, so we gotta dust off the suit again. Yeah, all the libs aren't watching his stupid fucking show on Fox, so. Santa Claus's socialist agenda does not seem to vibe well with Tim Allen. I will I have not seen this TV show, but I have heard that there is some weird, like, depending on how you want to watch it and what you know about Tim Allen, it could be like a weird allegory to like getting Trump back in office. <laughs> that like, because he let a new guy take over and now this new guy isn't doing a good job. So he's like, I'm the man for the job. I've got to come only back. I'm the one that can be Santa. My sack but is going to be huge. I don't understand. I'm not, and I'm, I'm, if, if this gets picked, which I think I'm going to be outvoted because I actually do like it way more than I like the Charlie Brown one. I actually love this movie. I adore the shit out of here's, it. Here's an error you made in the last episode. You said that you don't like Christmas movies that much. So is what it is. We outvote yeah, you every I know. time now. I get that. I'm Lost saying all your power early on. This is the one I like. This, Tell them about the magic of Tim Allen as this, Santa Claus. Yes. A, it is funny. It is when he starts to become Santa Claus and doesn't understand he's become Santa Claus and he keeps shaving his beard. That's classic comedy. No, you know what that is? <laughs> that's, that's just classic. That's that's hitting 30. And, he gets, and then being like, where did all these hairs on my chin come from? It's triggering. That's, that's Go true. on. Um, Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, the thing about here is this is the issue here. 
If I'm flipping through the channels, as I often am want to do with my giant cable package that you know I have, and I'm flipping, and I'm watching these TV shows. If I come across Charlie Brown, I'm going to watch the whole thing. There's no way in hell I'm stopping on the Santa Claus. Can you walk me through? What is what happens in this in this Charlie Brown Christmas special besides? You the know what tree? the beauty of it is, Nick? I've watched it probably every year, and I still don't know what's going on because I've never actively paid attention to it. I just vibe out to the badass piano soundtrack, and I drink rum fucking spiked eggnog, and it's great. It's like a new movie every time. I mean, you got a standing ovation over here for me, Cody. That's uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> this does feel like a vibe, like a movie that I agree with you. I think it is more a vibe of Christmas that like yeah. and it just like if it's on, like almost in the way of like you were to like paint a portrait of like a, of a family watching a TV show around or of, you know, around the TV around Christmas, yeah. you would paint in, you would paint in Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like that's, that's just saying. like what it is. It just feels it's one of those like movies that it sets the tone. It sets the vibe and everyone's talking and having a merry time through it because everybody assumes that you've already watched it. But the trick is no one's actually watched it. No one's ever seen it. Yeah. Do you think there's subliminal messages hidden in there that we're not aware are being exactly. fed to us while it's in the background? <laughs> we'll be the we'll be the first people since 1960 to actually play watch it backwards it. while listening to Motley Crue's "The Dirt." It matches up perfectly. <laughs> can we please? If this yeah, is true, can I, want, can I? Can we get a recording of Charlie Brown? We'll play that backwards, and I will watch Motley Crue's "The Dirt." Hey man, at I'm any down. Point. I just had a Dark Side of the Room party where we watched The Room and synced it up to Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Hell yeah! It, uh -huh. it doesn't sync up. Save yourself. No, no. Why is it that every party you have has to have like a pun associated with it or like a double entendre? I'm out here vibing. Honestly, <laughs> you enjoy that. Fun. No, I do. It just seems like so much work. Sometimes you just got to drink. Just, just here to get drunk, man. I don't. Does there have to be a theme to your to your party? I just want to drink, man. Time. I, I mean, I'm locking in. I'm locking in Charlie Brown. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100. Sorry, right. buddy. I, I would have I I would have voted for the and I do vote for the Santa Claus but I I understand that I'm I'm outnumbered here Tim Allen I blame you for this I think if you would have just been cool and just kept dealing cocaine to everybody in Hollywood we wouldn't have this problem but instead you had to go be a piece of shit and now no one likes your movie although I still very much do I, I don't understand yeah. all that it was a weird 180 because all the conservatives are like I hate him he's a cocaine addict and then he's like, Trump's cool. And all the liberals are like, well, fuck, man, just keep doing cocaine. Yeah, man, just get on it. Don't worry about it, brother. Someone's got to give it to us. Someone's got to yeah, sell right. us our cocaine. All right. So next up, we have How the Grinch Stole Christmas going up against the 12 seed Die Hard. Kellyanne, you said you have not seen Die Hard, correct? Proud of it. Yeah. I, Cody, do you want to do a quick on Die Hard? Wait, can I guess? Can sure. I guess? I just want to make a couple guesses. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to guess that Bruce Willis is some young, plucky, new to the forest, got to prove himself. And then um, something explodes and he loses his shirt and his shoes and goes into a building where he, on Christmas Day, proceeds to um, take out an entire terrorist organization on his own, <laughs> proving his spot. And then at some point jumps off the building in a massive explosion and then goes home and celebrates Christmas with his family. How close am I? Not close. Well, kind of close. He is 33. <laughs> I mean, you have all the parts that you've seen. You are. It does happen in a tower. He yeah, does so take his shirt is, and shoes he's off. He's an old grizzled cop that's seen too much. He yeah. is divorced okay. from his wife 
who he's going to see at work because he just flew into town. He took his shoes off because the driver of a limo that gave him a ride there told him that it helps you relax after a long plane ride. Don't know why. Oh, yeah, because your feet swell up when you fly. Yeah, yeah. so take your shoes off, helps you relax. And then it's a hostage situation that he solves. There you go. Yeah, the second he gets there, he realizes. So here's the argument, though. I love Die Hard as a movie. I think it's very fun to watch. I don't consider it a Christmas movie, and I know a lot of people do. Just because a movie takes place on Christmas does not make it a Christmas movie. Oh, so it does take place on Christmas. Christmas Or very, very nearby. It's like the day, it's like probably like the day before or something. Like it's a Christmas party for this company that is then taken over by terrorists. I forgot to mention something in my, in my, um, in my rundown. Yes. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yes, he yes. does say that. And Crushed it's very it fun. Then. It is very fun. Yep. And that part is great. Get I, ready for a call. Also, I don't know much about stuff or anything for that matter, but they're trying to steal all these bearer bonds. And I don't feel like you can just turn bearer bonds into money. I don't think it's just like a straight up, like it feels like that's really easy to track, you know? Not like, in the 90s, you, I'm guessing. Who owned them? Yeah, I... I, I trust that that uh, Snape knew what he was doing, <laughs> that he fair, that, yeah. that man put it together. Uh, Alan Rickman was in this. Yes, he's the villain, baby. This is like his first like this, is like one of his first roles ever. Like, you guys, he, I am literally finding this out for the first time. Oh, yeah. No, he's the bad. He's the villain. I forget he had a life before Harry Potter. It really blows my mind. A every wonderful time. I've seen life. him in movies and then later find out that that was Snape. And I'm like, yeah, like what? <laughs> But Snape, you have to, you're supposed to be teaching potions. What, what? are you doing at Nakatomi Plaza? Well, no, but like what a beloved, <laughs> what was it called? Nakatomi? Nakatomi? Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. Nakatomi, Nakatomi, thank you. Nakatomi Plaza. Why? That's the name of it. Shit, I don't, I don't know. know. It's LA. I don't know. Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza? So, so, they didn't do enough with the, there There was a lot there that they could have played there's, with. There's and they, left just, it. they left a lot. Of it, does, it does do one thing that not enough Christmas movies do though. And that's body count. I need yeah. a body count of Christmas movie. Yeah, well, blood. Santa Claus only had one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was the big man himself. And does that even count? If you kill Santa, then become Santa. Did Santa truly die? I don't know. I, that's mm. his question as old as time. <laughs> I I think I do. I do agree that this felt like it's not that I didn't mind. If you want to watch it, you can watch a movie whenever you want. I don't care when you watch it. But like the people who want to make their personality die hard is a Christmas movie. I'm like, you can just watch action movies any time of the year yeah you don't need to like specialize make this one for christmas exactly if you want to watch john wick do that it's probably more fun does that happen on christmas too not that i want if you pretend it does yeah if you like there technically is no date uh to do it to it so you can be like i don't know it could be december i did did see the first john wick movie (sighs) and honestly you could tell me right now that it took place on christmas and i would be like sure yeah yeah i I bet it did it looked cold it feels like Christmas needs to be somewhat tangential to the plot of the film for it to be a Christmas movie. Well, you if know? you want it to be somewhat tangential to the plot, I got I got news about our five seed, The Grinch Stole Christmas. It's the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah See, <laughs> okay. We are talking about the live action Grinch Stole Christmas, though I would love to give a little shout out to the cartoon, absolute classic. And most importantly, I think it's on, I think it's streaming on Peacock or Hulu? Peacock. Hulu. Matthew Morrison, God bless him, was the only actor in Hollywood who was full enough of himself to think that he could play the Grinch after Jim Carrey. And he did a he did the live musical version and it's a staged performance and he makes the Grinch sexy and it's something <laughs> no one asked for or at all. At least like I wouldn't say he makes the Grinch sexy, <laughs> but that is it. the goal. 
<laughs> he has one job in mind, and it is to make the Grinch make you horny for the Grinch. I'm, he seems like the Grinch is a predator now. It's hilarious. It's, I. It is so rare. Did he rare. like incel the Grinch? Is that what he did? I. That's how I, we're taking the Grinch I, now. He's. We've been playing him all wrong. He's an incel that lives on the mountain. Yeah. I like, don't yeah. think don't I ever me, needed a live action Grinch like this. Don't get me wrong. Like especially if you're going up against the Jim Carrey performance and you know, you're like, I can't just do that. Also, I have to sing. So it's like, I'm going to, I want to bring my own, you know, take on this character. That's great. And I like, that's, that's part of what acting is, but to, for your go-to to be like horny. Yeah. <laughs> horny for the kids movie show thing should never, the second when the director's like, Hey, uh, cut on that take. Hey, what are you doing, Matt? What's uh? What's the plan over there for uh for your Grinch? I'm gonna fuck Wendy Lou Who. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah. It's like, um. What? No. No. You can't. That's so, not. It's so hilarious to me because you know Matthew Morrison it is what it is. He's got a pretty decent body, <laughs> but he's wearing a Grinch suit, so he he's still thick. has like all of the fit. He's got like a got thick that. butt. Yeah. He's got the belly, and he's he is performing it like it's freaking Magic Mike. And he's, I love it. he's still his sexy self. But it's like, have you looked in the mirror? Your thighs are bigger than like, I don't know, my dog. <laughs> the who's down in Whoville, the big and the small. The who's down in Whoville will get on these balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, so anyway, that exists. I, okay, here's my, here's- If you're drunk this holiday my season- My heart's not the only thing that's growing three sizes this day. <laughs> I'm gonna lay some I swear pipe. to God, I think he said that. I think it's a <laughs> they, they not they like make a wink wink to the something grows three sizes. It's you know like yeah. I feel like no joke. I really do think they like he gives like a little, and that's not the only thing that's gonna grow three sizes. You're like, wait, what? Did he? Why, <laughs> Ma- Matthew Morrison? But why? You didn't well, have I gotta, to do I that. I gotta lock in the Grinch. The animated one and Jim Carrey's are both Christmas classics, right? And Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, although it is radical. I did, here's I just, here's my thing. Having had to watch for when we did the Jim Carrey movies, and yep. I rewatched the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim yep. Carrey. Fucking hate that movie now. Oh, I was so what? mad at it after watching. I remember how being, dare you? Because it, you can go listen. I don't remember all of my points. I just remember feeling adamant that this was they took something once again the cartoon itself. If we were just talking about the cartoon. I think I could vote based it in. Based on the book. I think that that's, yeah, based on the book. I think the the cartoon, like TV special, I think that that's perfect. What I think, what I remember not liking about How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the movie, is how much they like build out this universe for no reason. We're here for the main event. I don't need any sideshow. And they give you so much shit that's so wow. unnecessary. Wow. And I just got over, like, even the Jim Carrey of it all, you're like, you just, there's not enough here for you. I remember not liking it. Right. I would just I rather mean, watch Die Hard. If we're talking movies, I would rather watch Die Hard too, but this is not movies. This is a Christmas movie. Well, I think the, he just makes, he wants to stake his plan because you know that I'm going to pick The Grinch Stole Christmas. I don't know that. I thought you might want to watch Die Hard. Well, I've made it no. this far. <laughs> I don't see why I would now. I would also like to do a quick freshen up on the Matthew Morrison version because honestly- what a peach. Just, and by peach, I mean those supple butt cheeks that he yeah. keeps gyrating all over the place as the Grinch. No, um, I think I think that um, they didn't have to. You're right. They didn't have to do all of that in Jim Carrey's The Grinch. They did it for us. 
I those actors got in full fucking face makeup with a whole prosthetic nose on to bring you joy every holiday season. If you don't want to enjoy it, then you can sit upstairs with Matthew Morrison and I'll watch I, the real Grinch. Jim Carrey had to sit through CIA level training to how to not be tortured so he could go through the makeup process every day. Yes. And that's real. Yeah. That's no, a I know. gift. I, I believe I brought this fun fact the first time was learning that he was like, they had, to, they're like, Jim, why are you so grumpy all the time? It's like, this shit fucking sucks. I hate it. I don't know if I want to do this movie anymore. And they're like, oh, we got to, we got to help you along here, man. We are, we are halfway through filming this. We are making this fucking movie, Jim. So yep. you better learn how to get tortured. He's never been the same since that movie. No, it is a proven thing that after this movie, he is not the same dude. And his selection of movies, everything he acts afterwards, you're like, oh, you were never the same. All right, we'll move How the Grinch Stole Christmas on. So it, it will go up against uh, Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Yeah, dude. These are I'm in the tank for Charlie on this one. I, I want to be very clear about that. You can try to sway me, but I'd rather you two just duke it out because I don't see a I can't go back. I can't go back. <laughs> if you all need to be reminded, you can. That's fine. But I've served this tour of duty and I'm not going back. That's just, we, that's n- here's the deal though. We could be the first people in history to watch the Charlie Brown movie. <laughs> actually, like, watch- actually sit down and watch the whole damn thing. I don't know if we will though. I, I think feel phones like- off, phones off. <laughs> if, it, if it goes through, phones off. I, Lights I, out. That's fine to me. Animals stowed away, no distractions. Your <laughs> job is watching the Charlie Brown Christmas special. If that's what it's called. And if there's just the one. I hope, I think that's what we have to do. I think there's something about it that like almost like hypnotizes you into just doing other stuff, plotting, who knows, plotting bank robberies, taking down society one step at a time, voting Republican. I don't know what it does for you, but I don't think there's, we're going to have to push ourselves to watch this. We're going to have to, but I, I put on the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Like that's my, when I have family coming for Christmas, that's the music we play. I don't do Who's that for the Grinch. Char- Who sings in Charlie Brown? There's no singing. It's just instrumental babies. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't recall there being like a big, I remember them being big singers. I don't remember it being like a Glee episode every Charlie Brown. No, no, it wasn't. It was always piano and it was very well done. I think if, if we're talking about what movie am I curious about watching, I'd say Charlie Brown because I'm familiar with the Grinch, not because I hate watch it, but because I've enjoyed it through the holidays. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say, if we're talking about which one is the best of all time, I think the Grinch has Charlie Brown on this. We haven't seen a live action Charlie Brown yet. I have. What? Is there they a movie? Did, they do a play of the Charlie Brown. Oh no, not, a- that's, a, that's a play. That's a staged performance, not a live action film. Oh yeah. And speaking of stage performances, Christmas with the Campbells oh, will, be, will be live at the Phoenix Theater the first three weekends of December. Get your tickets now, folks, at smartmouthcomedyco.com. What what, t- what's, what night do I have tickets for? You can come watch it with me. Are you coming the night I'm on stage? Yeah. Is that the one we're doing? December so, yeah. 4th. It's actually a matinee. Yeah, December 4th. I have to clarify, I have an actor who uh, has a family funeral that they need to be at on December 4th. And I um, I reached a point where I couldn't handle dealing with people's schedules anymore. And I have one person in my life who I can look at and no questions asked, say, you have to be here at this time. You have to memorize these lines and you need to clear your schedule and just do it. As my yeah. partner, I need you to do it. Yeah, and then I and could so that's why it, Nick so gets to be in a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so your boy taking the stage, if y'all want to come out, that'd be the one. 
All right, I've got to agree with Killian. I got to lock in the Grinch. I think Charlie Brown's iconic and stuff, but it is the Grinch. It's the, when you think Christmas movies, you think the Grinch. Here's I, what I think. I think we we push forward the Grinch because I'm going with Grinch, and so you're you're once again you're outnumbered. Yes, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. And I think and that Nick, you have to watch us, it again. All four of us just or four of us. I'm talking about um your wife too. Yeah, the, the team, the four of us. When you visit over the fourth, we will sit down and take what the 30 minutes that it takes to focus on the Charlie Brown Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. And, and, you know, do that on our own time and respect, respect the bracket for this. <laughs> I respect the holiday tradition. Get that Charlie Brown deep in your bones. What if, Oh my God. What if there's a stage production of Charlie Brown and they try to make it sexy? <laughs> well, um, that would be child pornography. <laughs> so that's a no. You can I age it up. There's nothing saying you can't age it up. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine an aged up Charlie Brown where everybody kind of like, you know, they all oh. went separate paths. It's like speak. the reunion. It's like the high school reunion like, of Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown comes back a meth addict. I bet it's sad. <laughs> I don't see a world where it's not like Dude, the show good, is sad. Yeah. All so I don't Charlie see a world Brown's- where the grownups meeting each other at their like 20 year high school reunion yeah, is and, anything. And that point, Snoopy is dead because yeah, Snoopy's got long gone. gone. Yeah. 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 The The bird. Woodstock's gone, dead. Woodstock's gone. Woodstock, birds live. Pig pen, dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't going to make it out long in in the in the real world. Linus, no, not Linus. Who's the one that plays piano? Yeah, Linus, dead. Linus, Linus. no, he's dead. I, I don't know. I think dead. he's working. I think Linus would be like, um, I think he's like a studio musician. Oh no, I was gonna say, you know, when you go to Menards and there's sometimes the nice Menards have a piano. Oh, and there's somebody playing it, just always playing on. Linus. Yeah, that's where he gets his like. Yeah, Phil and like we're like I'm the I picked I just wanted like a sad music. Not I don't think a studio musician is necessarily sad, but it's like you are clearly so good at your instrument, but you are not good enough to be in a band. Oh, so sure. you're just stuck here playing song, playing your piano for people to put on their on their albums, and then you don't go out with them and see you know do live music and tour. You just sit there and like, well, I'm one of the only people who can do this the quickest. So I guess that's I'd my lot in life. Dead. You're going with Ted. All I'm right. I'm going with Ted for Linus. That's for sure. a new bracket, then I guess. All right. Well, we get we all have... the characters from Charlie Brown and who lives. Who's yeah. the most like? Yeah, most likely to be alive. To next get on the boat. That's the next. That's the next bracket we'll do. Who's the most likely to live into their 30s? Peanuts edition. <laughs> Are there even 16 characters in Peanuts? I'm sure there's a grip of them. I don't know, man. Yeah, we're not. I'm not gonna go look it up. All right. We'll we will move. How the Grinch stole Christmas on into the final four and that is it folks thanks so much for listening to this episode of friendly competition if you want to pop your boys a few things that you can do as always share with a friend tell a friend wherever you're listening to this make sure to uh, rate review and uh subscribe so we're always up in that podcast feed absolutely follow us on all of our social media we're on instagram twitter facebook just look up at friendly comp pod if you have an idea for a 16 team tournament you'd like to see us do email those to us friendly competition podcast at gmail.com Already on a website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com, and contact us through there. It's easy. Go to submit. It's just right there. If you haven't done it yet, fuck you. I haven't done aggressive. it. Aggressive. Ag- aggressive. You've gotten ones in before, but you ju- you have you you're right to the source. Yeah, that's true. You can just <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and then Kellyanne, where can people find information about you Smart or mostly smartmouthcomedyco.com? Yeah. That's smartmouthcomedyco.com. No funny spelling. It's uh, it's is what it is. And you guys are on social media as well. We are Facebook on social media. and yes. Instagram, Facebook, same. Instagram. We never got a TikTok and now it's too late. So. And now we're past <laughs> it. This is what it is. We could get on Be Real. Why would oh, she? Only fans. Only, no, 
it's it's it has a different connotation when it's a female driven comedy company. I feel like I unless guess, you just yeah, put out that... the not safe for work material. <laughs> anyway, all right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. Choose oh, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. When you're more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, place the Bowser Sixes. That is it for us. We got Group C coming out uh next week. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. I've been uh, Kelly and Carey. Oh, damn it, I forgot you were here. I'm so sorry, but I'm oh, rude. Cody, so it's fine. See you on the boat.